Hello and welcome back to another episode of Project Deep End, the show about building a pool service business. I'm your host, Dave, and today was a good day um, for the most part. Well, I don't know. Uh, today was okay, right? Um, we had our new guy start today. Uh, oh, I don't think I said this yesterday. So I, I actually hired the new guy. Uh, I, I hired the guy I interviewed yesterday on the spot. He was great. Um, he said he could start t- today, and so he did. Um, he did good, didn't complain, uh, was out there. It's 100, I believe it's like 107 degrees out right now. Uh, you know, he handled the heat like a champ. Um, and yeah, he did, he did good. Um, that being said, our pools, on the other hand, have been going green from this heat. And man, I, I don't know. It's been an ex- exceptionally hot summer. It's been 100, over 100 degrees for the vast majority of the summer. I think we had maybe three weeks in total since the beginning of June that were not over 100 degrees. And, you know, with chlorine costs continuing to rise and, um, you know, we've, we've fixed our sort of payment issues, but I just, I don't think we're charging enough again, again, just with the, the load of fucking chemicals that these pools are requiring to keep them from like, just give us one fucking week. It's just absurd. And, you know, with these green pools going, you know, or with our, with our pool starting to go green, you know, it takes labor to get them back. So it takes additional time. And so this day of 42 pools where we have three guys working, once again, I've got, you know, one guy making overtime. I, I got the new guy out before overtime because I don't think it's really appropriate to have him work overtime in 100 degree heat day one, you know. Um, now, I am taking my time with training. I let him know it's going to be about six to eight weeks before he's on his own in his own truck. And I'm really happy with that decision for sure. Um, you know, I, I think it's really important because, uh, what, like, what are you doing? Like, right, what, what, what do we do as pool professionals, as pool service technicians, um, trying to build larger companies where it's not just me doing the pools? What I'm doing is I'm selling labor is what I'm really doing. I'm, I'm buying labor for the price I get it at and training these people, giving them the, the, the skills they need, and then selling it to my customers, right? That, that's really what I'm doing. I'm not you know, I am a pool guy, right? And I have the skills, but what I'm trying to do is, is buy and sell labor is really at the end of the day, the product that I sell. And, um, you know, it's just expensive, uh, when it gets this hot. And, um, so, so, or sorry, it's not expensive. I'm a little all over the place. It's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty hot today. Um, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm buying and selling labor and, and so if that's what I'm selling, the product itself needs to be really good. And what I was doing before was I was hiring people, training them for like a week, maybe two, sticking them in another guy's truck for maybe a week, and then sending them out on his own and expecting it to work out. And of course it didn't, of course. And I learned my lesson, right? Uh, so now I'm going to be taking way more time with every individual person uh, that I hire, and I'm going to train them, and they're going to be a pool cleaning, um, you know, uh, a kick-ass pool tech. And uh, I'll make, you know, good returns on that investment, hopefully. But... Um, today, today, I don't really necessarily want to talk about that. I kind of want to rehash what I was talking about yesterday a little bit, um, with, with regards to like opportunity vehicles. So I lost a customer today. Um, and normally 
that that doesn't bug me too much. Um, this one kind of bugged me a little bit because I liked the guy and he clearly liked me. He actually felt really bad letting us go. And he was like, I, I don't know if I should. You're a really nice guy, blah, blah, blah. But I said, you know, listen, like he had already asked another company to come and um, take a look and, and get quotes and, and they did some work for him and he paid for it. And they basically, more or less, they did exactly uh, the, like I told him what we needed to do to get his pool back and it, it required a drain and you know, they said they could do it for a half drain, right? They could drain the pool halfway and refill it. And, you know, maybe that's true, but I, I would rather just start fresh and get all of the shit out of your pool. And they, they offered a discounted version of that. Um, ultimately, he's going to end up paying about the same amount for the same service. And so, like, clearly there was a trust issue, right? And I, I lost that customer. But that that sort of just, man, when, when pools are going green left and right, when... You know, we're just struggling. I work so fucking much uh, for so little um, in return financially. And, you know, we, we're finally starting to pay ourselves. That's great doing the profit first, you know, uh, system. That's great. Um, but just to like every single day, every single fucking week, every single month, month over month, it's like two steps back, two steps or two steps forward, three steps back, two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, three steps back. And like we're in the same fucking spot that we were in four or five months ago. The same goddamn spot, right? And and I work around the clock on this thing. And I've missed time with my kids. I've missed, you know, so much to do this. And, you know, for a while I was feeling like this was worth it. But today's one of those days where it just, it's, it's really not feeling worth it. You know, I, I want to build this thing to a million dollars a year in revenue. I want to build this thing so that I can have that skill set. Like, I, you don't have the skill set of being able to build a business to a million dollars a year in revenue if you haven't built a business to a million dollars a year uh, a, a year in revenue. You can pretend like you do as an employee. You can pretend like you have that skill set. But if, if you have not built a company yourself to a million dollars a year in revenue, you do not have a skill set that allows you to do that. Um, you can sell people on the fact that you do, but you don't. If you haven't done it yourself, you have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, at least, and maybe I'm wrong, but... And I often am, but that's how I feel about it. And I want that skill set. I want to at least get to that checkpoint so badly so that if I do choose a new venture, um, I, I'll know how to do it, right? I'll, I'll know what it takes. But God damn it, dude. Like, I'm really frustrated today, if you couldn't tell. Um, you know, my customers, my squeaky wheels are bitching. You know, they're swimming in their pools because it's hot. And I get it. It's hot. But where do you think the fucking chlorine goes when you swim in the pool, dude? Like, where do you think it goes? If, if you swim in your pool all weekend because it's 100 degrees out, I get it. You should do that. You don't want to buy a salt cell. You don't want to drain your pool uh, to fix your cyanuric acid. So I can't really put tabs in. Like, where do you think that chlorine goes? Where do you think it comes from? If I dunk two gallons of chlorine into your pool on Friday, you swim in it all weekend long. It's 107 degrees, 108 degrees. I can't put tabs in your pool because you won't drain your pool for the cyanuric acid problem. And then you bitch at me on Tuesday that your pool starting to turn. You're getting a little bit of algae on the steps and you won't fucking lift a finger to just fucking brush it off. Like you won't do that. Like, what do you think is going to happen? And maybe I just suck at this. I don't know. Maybe I'm just bad at this. But I'm getting really, really fed up with the summer. I'm getting really fed up with this hot fucking weather. Um, I, I, this isn't going to be a really happy-go-lucky one. This isn't a big, like, you know, inspirational one. Like, this is the reality. Like, I'm fucking pissed today. And I'm swearing a lot. I'm trying not to swear on this too much. But, like, I am really upset. Um, my guys go slow. 
because they're trying to fix green pools. It doesn't take that much to fix green pools, but because I didn't train them well enough or something, it still takes them forever to get through any pools. Like, I mean, I had one, my, one of my most seasoned guys was going like 45 minutes for a pool. And yeah, it went, it had gone a little green. What you do is you brush the crap out of the sides, you dunk a ton of chlorine in and you move on, man. Like it's not rocket science. And I don't know what to do. Like, I've been trying to, to fix all of these problems. But for the love of God, they just keep coming. They just keep piling on. Chlorine's getting more expensive. Chems are getting more expensive. We're getting fucking raked over the coals. I think this is price gouging. I don't believe for a second we still have all of these goddamn problems. I think what's happening is... Uh, uh, distribution over imported at high rates and are just going to keep the prices high despite the fact that the market is uh, I just and, and, and not only that but like, I think I think they bought high and they want to sell even higher because they see the opportunity because they see the temperature here in my in my town is over a hundred all goddamn summer long so it's a it's a cash grab and it's squeezing it's squeezing people dry <sighs> and all I want to do is build this business all I want to do is provide the service for our customers, build this business, build something of quality, build something of, of like build a real company with real employees, with real people who know what they're doing and, and can fix this or fix these problems, take care of these people's pools. But for the love of God, like, dude, I've been trying so hard this year. I'm so far off my my beginning of the year goals, and I like to the point where like I'm not even measuring that. I'm just pissed that I haven't grown at all, and then I, I can't pick up my phone because I got to train my new guy. I can't pick up my phone because I'm already working nine ten hours in a hundred degree heat, dude. Like I can't I can't go back out into the heat, go and quote a pool, start them up. Like or I can, but I'm not. Like I go home with headaches every single day from the heat, from the sweat. Every single day, I have nasty headaches. Every single day I go home and I pass out. I pass out from exhaustion, from this heat. Every single day. And I'm not even working that long because I can't physically. You can't be out here in 100 degree heat forever. I don't know, man. Today's a tough one. Today is, it's tough to find the motivation to keep going. Um, and, and here's my concern is... Let's say I keep grinding. So there's two things. I do think it's possible to build this thing into a million dollar a year business in the next two and a half years, which will be roughly five years into this, which is a which is my marker for success to find out if this was worthwhile or not is a million dollars in five years. Million dollars in revenue every year, uh, recurring revenue, or, or just million dollars in revenue a year, right? Not, it doesn't have to all be recurring, but million dollars in revenue, top line, with 20 to 30% margin, bottom line, so two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars a year in salary, or my take-home pay, for five years of excruciating work. That's what my my sort of test is. That's that's what I would consider a worthwhile venture uh, venture here. My problem is is although I do see it's possible to get there in five years, to get and and let's be real, like the margin is going to shrink as I scale because I'm going to have to hire more people. I'm going to have to have more overhead, more fixed costs, more sunk costs, right? This, this business model doesn't scale, which is one of my, the biggest problems I have with this right now. It's, it's not a scalable model, right? It's a growable model. I can grow my business, but like my expenses go up with my growth. Now, not all the way, but you know, or, 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 you know, we can add more to the bottom line by adding to the top line, but it's, I'm never going to see like, you know, outsized return, like 10 X on, on, you know, whatever my employee, right? 
I'm never going to have like one truck that's, that's netting us, you know, three grand in recurring revenue, all of a sudden net us 15 grand in recurring revenue. Cause I discovered this secret sauce. That's, that's not a thing in this industry. So I'm never going to scale the business, right? So therein lies my problem. This is not a scalable business. This is a growable business. So I do think I can get to, uh, like, I, I do think it's possible to get to a million dollars in five years of doing this. I'm almost, you know, halfway through the three year, the, the, the third year in business. But the other side of that is there's also a very, very real chance that I only get to like 600,000, right? With a 20% margin or less. And then I've now spent five years grinding, dealing with this kind of bullshit every day. Shitty customers take, you know, treating you shitty uh, on hard-ass days. They know fucking where their chlorine went. They know why the algae is starting to form. It's because they swam all weekend. And then they had the fucking gall to be like, oh, I'd never use my pool. Except for every single week that I'm there, I take the floaty toys out. And every single week that I get there the next week, the floaty toys are right back in. Where do you think the fucking chlorine went, idiot? Like, where do you think it went? And so I'm dealing with that kind of shit all the time. Things are breaking. I don't have the time to fix them. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm up to my eyeballs and alligators every single goddamn day, every single day. And every single day I'm losing, you know, what, what could have been, should have been good, a good profitable day. I'm losing money for some stupid thing like chlorine going through the roof, like customer issues, like fixing green pools uh, for free because, you know, that's the expectation. You know what? My, my employee just pulled up. I got to take a break from this. And I'm back. All right, clocked out for the day. Oh, I didn't. He did. Um, kind of lost my train of thought. Listen, I know, I know this one isn't fun to listen to, but mainly I make these for me. So, you know, no, I, I know this isn't fun to listen to, but this is the reality. Like there are days like this um, when when doing this. Um, it just seems like everything I try doesn't work this year. Um, I. I don't feel like we're, we're, you know, earlier, maybe a month ago, I felt like I was building a house of cards. I don't feel that way anymore because we fixed a lot of our payment issues. We fixed a lot of our, our, um, margin issues. We fixed a lot of our employee issues. You know, I'm training better. I'm, I'm, we're operating more efficiently. Like all of these things have been fixed, but we still just, then we get hit with a fucking heat wave and then it's, it's all over. And I know I'm trying not to swear. I'm just, (sighs) this isn't a fun one. And, oh, that's what I was getting at. So like, I do think in, in five years, there is a chance that we get a million dollars a year and, and get to the income level that I would say, Hey, this is justified. That was worth it. If I'm making between two hundred and three hundred thousand dollars a year, I'm living super comfortably. My expenses right now are like sixty grand a month or uh, sixty grand a year for a family of four. Like we raise ten grand and we're living like kings, right? Uh, if I get to two hundred thousand a year in in my salary, like I'm living better than I've ever lived in my entire life, right? But there's also a chance that we don't. There's also a chance that we shrink. There's also a chance that the economy continues to take a dump and we start losing customers quick. And then in five years, you know, then once we hit that five year mark, I'm looking up and I'm like, shit, I'm making 100 grand, 80 to 120 grand, 
Worst case scenario, I'm making less than 100 grand. Honestly, I think there's kind of no way that in five years I'm not making like 100, between 100 and 150, right? I'm making 100 and 150 because that's what I could make now if I lay, laid off my best guy um, and just hired cheap labor only just to help me get through the route faster and we just stay small. You know, dissolve the top or dissolve the bottom, grow the top. Um, in whatever fashion, like sell routes if we can, if not, just drop them, you know, raise rates, all that good stuff. Like I could, I could probably make between a hundred and 150 today, which would be better money than I've ever really made. Right. As long as it's over like 120,000, that's like the best money I've ever made in my whole life. I made 120,000 for like one year. Right. And that was great. So I could, I could effectively make that today. And so my, my concern is that I'm going to get to this five-year mark. I'm going to look around and be like, okay, great. I'm making 120000 130000 But I could have made that two years ago, two and a half years ago, and not worked like a monster and, and still netted the same result. And so that's my, I'm, like, my growing concern is that this is not a scalable business. Getting to a million dollars a year in revenue is, is really hard. It is really, really hard. I have not been able to do it. We are just barely at 400. If we may, we may not make 400 in top line, right? And most importantly, bottom line matters. And so I'm worried that I'm going to get there, have grinded that whole time against the grain, going against the current, not going with the flow, forcing it in due to stubbornness and my belief that I can make it happen. And I still, I still do believe that I can make it happen. I'm just questioning whether or not it's worth it anymore. So my fear is I get there. I don't make it happen. I make 100000 a year, and I'm at the exact same income level that I am today, exact same income level that I could have been last year if I had cleaned up the business then. And I've made virtually no progress, meaningful progress to me, the person doing all of the work. And I know this is selfish. I know I'm talking about me now. And I normally am all about, you know, like build the jobs, reward my team. I'm all about it if the team is worth it. But like, let's be real. I am the most valuable employee that this company has by far. I work for next to nothing. When going gets tough, I roll up my sleeves and I do all of the work. When when shit hits the fan, I pay for it. When you know when when something goes wrong, it comes out of my pocket, right? I'm the most valuable employee here. And so in five, if I'm at five years into this game and I'm making what I could have made two years into the game, that isn't a complete and utter fail. Especially when I've been reinvesting everything into this stupid thing, and I'm planning on continuing. I'm definitely planning on finishing the year with a growth mindset. I still want to grow for the rest of the year, but at the end of the year, God damn it, I am really tempted. Honestly, not even, let's be real, not at the end of the year. Now, I am really tempted now to scale down, to raise my rates to freaking astronomical rates. 200 bucks a pop. You don't want my service? Go get someone else who's willing to do it for less, right? I'm getting so tired of people. My customers, most of them are good. But God damn it, the ones that are needy, woo. I just don't know if this is worth it, man. And then I look at other opportunity vehicles. I look at informational products, for example. Not that I'm, I want, want to make a, like a course, but like you just look at some of these other things that some of these other people are doing, and it's like, Jesus Christ, did I pick the worst leverage possible? 
I mean, if you think about what leverage is, it's inputs and outputs, right? Uh, more leverage, less inputs, more outputs. Less ev- less leverage, more inputs, less outputs, right? It, it, that's all it is. You get you put in a lot, you get a lot, right? That that you know that that's middle leverage, right? You you get high leverage, you you put in a little bit, and you get a ton back, right? And, and I picked a low leverage opportunity. And I'm kind of kicking myself, but I'm not kicking myself in that like I should have known better. I didn't know better, but I know better now. And now I'm sitting here like, Jesus, I don't have that much more energy for this. And I know maybe this is just end of summer bullshit. I'm just fed up. I'm tired. I don't want to keep doing this. I don't want to keep selling. I don't want to keep training. I don't want to keep dealing with these buttholes. Like I, I know that this is probably end of summer fatigue. Let's just call it fatigue. But I am genuinely concerned. I am genuinely concerned that I'm going to get to my five-year checkpoint and I'm not going to be anywhere near what I wanted to be. The economy could take a dump and we could lose 40% of our book of business overnight. Like what happens this November if the if Black Friday doesn't actually net black, right? What happens if everyone's in the red this this coming Thanksgiving and holiday season and we see another another 2008? There are so many houses on the market. The, the, how, the, the, the housing market is being flooded with new houses. People are being evicted for, for being defaulting, you know, defaulting on their payments for so long from the, from the pandemic. We're, we're, the most evictions ever filed in the history of this country have been filed in the last two years. Like, we're, I don't, like, I'm not trying to be bearish. I would like to be bullish, but I think the writing's on the wall. I don't think this merry-go-round keeps going for that much longer before it all comes crashing down. I really don't. And so what happens is it, you know, this holiday season comes and goes and I lose 40% of my book of business. What happens then? I mean, I'll tell you what happens then. I fire somebody and I just, I just, I give up. I don't give up, but I just, you know, I, I turn this into a cash flow machine where I, this is just my day job. I don't just keep trying, you know, grinding. I don't keep trying to make this something that it's not really meant to be, you know, re- labor arbitrage. And that's the other thing. This is labor arbitrage right? I am buying and selling labor. That's what I'm really doing. I said it in the beginning of the podcast. I'm buying and selling labor. That is it. That's what I'm doing. In the worst labor market in American history, of course it's not working. But of course I'm thinking to myself, well, if I can get through this, when it gets better in a couple of years, I'm going to crush it. Well, a couple of years is five years in. Is it going to start getting better then? I'm not doing this forever. I'm not going to continue to do this forever if I don't start seeing some freaking returns on my investment. That's really all I got for you. I, I'm I'm kind of kicking myself about the the business that I've built, the opportunity vehicle that I've chosen and, and have put so much of my time, so much of my life into, really, because that's what it is. This is years of my life that I'll never get back. And if it doesn't work out, oh boy, that would suck. It's tough, man. Business is hard. I got to go raise my rates. I got to go drop a couple of people that we're losing money on. I still have a couple more accounts that we got to do that for. I just, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just tired of fighting so fucking hard for so fucking little. Anyway, thanks for listening. Until the next one, have a good rest of your day. Bye.